Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for June 8th is Proverbs chapters 16 through 18. Chapter 16, verse 1 says, The reflections of the heart belong to mankind, but the answer of the tongue is from Yahweh, from God. The intentions of the heart belong to men, the reflections. The things we plan to do come from ourselves, from our heart, from our spirit. But the answer of the tongue, that the words that come out of our mouth are from God. And it shows us that he is sovereign over all things. It's one of the themes for today is God's sovereignty. He is all powerful. Nothing can happen unless he allows it. Now, it's a deep topic because God does not delight in sin or evil, and lots of sin and evil take place every single day. But how do we reconcile that? Because we know that God is all-powerful, and He is the one in control, and He is a good and holy, loving God, and He does not delight in seeing anyone suffer not even the wicked. It doesn't make him happy to discipline people who he knows will not repent. And yet he allows it. And I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I can't think of any other way to allow people the choice to choose him or not, to truly give us free will without allowing us to do evil, wicked things. I think he gives us everything that we need to avoid those choices. And yet at the end of the day, some people are going to choose to do bad things. They're going to choose not to have a relationship with God. They're going to choose to be wicked and to hurt other people. And they will pay for it. And we know that All things, even those wicked, terrible, evil things, things like rape and murder and child molestation, those horrible things, even those things, God works together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And so we trust him, although we don't understand and Maybe we would do it differently, but at the end of the day, he's God and we're not. And we could certainly not do better than he is doing. Although some of us are tempted to think that way on occasion. He is sovereign. And because he's sovereign, we can, as we are told in verse 3, to commit your activities to him, to Yahweh and your plans will be established, like David's throne was established over Israel, like Jesus' throne is established over the entire world. 
Verse 7, when a person's ways please Yahweh, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Now, keep in mind, none of these are laws. They're concepts, they're ideas. There's no guarantee that absolutely every time there's an if, there's going to be the corresponding then, as described in many of these verses. But they're themes of God's creation. And in general, when you or I are walking in a manner that's pleasing to God, he will make sure that even our enemies, our competitors, those who don't like us, will be at peace with us. Verse 9 says, a person's heart plans his way. We make up our minds which way we want to go. But Yahweh determines our steps because he's sovereign. Now, he does give us a lot of free will. I can choose whether or not I want to get out of bed in the morning. I can choose whether or not I'll be kind to the people in my home, my neighbors. I can choose what clothes to wear and whether or not to go to work. There are all kinds of choices we get, and yet sometimes we find ourselves bouncing off a brick wall, not getting what we want. And when that's the case, we should be considering our Father in Heaven. Maybe we're on the wrong course. because. We can plan our own way and our own heart, but God is sovereign and he will ultimately determine our steps. He uses our circumstances. Chapter 17, verse 3 says, A crucible for silver and a smelter for gold, and Yahweh is the tester of hearts. He uses our circumstances to refine us the way a metalsmith would refine silver and gold, burning off the dross. Chapter 17, verse 13 says, If anyone returns evil for good, evil will never depart from his house. How important is it that we understand the law of reciprocation? God authored that law as he did all of the natural laws, spiritual laws, that is, laws of science. God is the creator. He ordained those things. And if you receive something good from somebody and repay them with evil, The word says evil will never depart from your house. Similarly, in verse 20, one with a twisted mind will not succeed, but one with deceit and one with deceitful speech will fall into ruin. Chapter 18 says one who isolates himself pursues selfish desires. He rebels against all sound wisdom. 
Of course, we know from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, it says, Do not forsake the gathering together with other believers, because we need each other, and to remain alone is tempting. It's selfish. Here's one for the books. Verse 2, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only wants to show off his own opinions. The reminder for me, I need to listen to understand, not just listen to respond. And in verse 13, again, the one who gives an answer before he listens, this is foolishness and disgrace for him. I know often as a parent, I would give an answer before I've allowed my child to be heard. And it's good for me to see and be reminded that that is foolishness. And for that, I must repent. I must re- I must seek forgiveness from my children and strive to be a better dad. God bless you, my friends. Thank you again for being on this journey with me. It is a blessing. I appreciate your accountability. And I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.